We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast with your host, Greg Chalmers, PGA Tour winner, also Lou Stagner, one of golf's modern minds, really changing the way the game is being played with his ideas around statistics. Myself, Mark Crossfield, a golf pro of 25 years coaching experience, as well as over 15 years of making online golf-related content. So today's episode is going to be a free part again, like it was last week or the week before, subject to when you listen, and it was very popular. We've got Stat of the Week again, which is fun last week. We're also going to talk about our next golf purchases, and we're also going to share some ideas on prep, how you should prep for your golf. And we've got Greg Chalmers, PGA Tour Pro. He preps properly. Uh, Lou, you prep, but I think you need to listen to this one, maybe. not. I'm not sure this is fully you, is it? I know you play tournament uh... golf. Are we calling what you play tournament golf? I mean, Wednesday Night League is pretty hardcore. So <laughs> Wednesday Night League, playing at Pebble, uh, you uh, you decide. You he's got six months Pebble. to get ready, When are Mark? you playing at Pebble? When are you playing <laughs> oh, at Pebble? Oh, he's talking about me, I think. Oh, is he? Right. I see what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. going to say, calm down, Lou. Um, so before we get into Greg's golden PGA Tour tips, which I'm looking forward to hearing about his prep, um, if you do like the podcast, remember to give us some likes down below on whatever platform you're listening. Don't be afraid to subscribe as well so you don't miss out on the next great pod. If you do those things, it really helps the pod out as well. It helps us out. So uh, if you want loads more episodes, you're enjoying it, share the love. Right, Greg, what are you, what's going on? How are you prepping? Mate, so, tournaments that you play yeah right so mark lou I, I haven't played in a month i haven't touched a club in a full month i did finish december 5th and and so my next event will probably be in three weeks time so i just started practicing three days ago um and so most of it at the moment is just getting physically so i don't hurt myself because i'm old so i i have yeah. i did spend a lot of time at the gym uh even through christmas which is normally a period i'm quite lazy uh so i did keep moving really well and i I'm ramping up like like I walk for a living. So I've got to ramp. I just went to the gym today and I spent, you know, I've got to walk at least two miles three to five times a week because um, we tend to ride in carts a lot and it just doesn't, you get out in the tournament and you you got no legs. It just, yeah. you get worn out, particularly as you, a 50-year-old, 49. So you mean when you're practicing, you're in a cart a lot, basically? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when, really? when I play, I'm in a wow. Tunes on, yeah. Rick Ashley blasting in the background. <laughs> Never going to give you up, Mark. That's right. <laughs> Rick Ashley and a bit of Spice Girls for the for our English fans. Um, yes, very masculine music. Um, so anyway, and then uh, and so I do a lot of mobility work. I do functional range conditioning. I know you guys have we've talked. I talked about this in the past and mentioned it, but I I really believe in it. I've been doing it four years now. 
been doing it for four years and it's phenomenal for mobility. So I'm really working hard on my hip mobility this year um, because as you get older, things tend to slow down yeah. um, mm. and get tighter and, and things like that. So I'm, I'm really pushing that hard. And then on the on the full swing side, I'm really all about contact this week. I hit some really offline ones, but they're at the middle in my first few sessions. Okay. I send a swing to my coach, John Sinclair. I send a just a video front and back, and I check in with him and say, what do you think? Do I need to come and see you, basically? And uh, and actually what I sent him was I was actually happy. I was moving really well. Um, and I said, look, I, I can't see anything or feel anything that's wild other than I'm just hooking and cutting a few, but I can fix that just through yeah. time. Um, do you guys find, like I found, like after a month off, the gripping the club and the holding the club, it just didn't feel right. It felt like a little thin, you know, that grip didn't feel right in my hands. I just, I know it's part of the reason why I practice is get it to feel better, get used to holding a club. I know Lou, Lou's holding a club when he sleeps at night. So yeah. I know it doesn't affect him. <laughs> he literally doesn't know what you're even saying. At the moment. <laughs> He's like, you went a month. <laughs> when you have an hour of club, what? Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't feel that. I do just feel like, I need to find some patterns fast. Like this, am I going left? Am I going right? Is this club, where's this club going? Where's this club going? You know, that, that's what I would be rushing to do for me after not playing for a long time. I want to find my patterns as quick as possible so I can get out on the course and know where to aim a little bit. Well, the, the club feels fine for me. Lou, I, you, I mean, you don't, I guess you have had some downtime and you get your uh, winters over there. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I consider myself an artist. Yeah. Oh, so I I'm well. just, I'm out there. I'm painting pictures. Yeah. I'm reacting. Yeah. I'm an athlete. You're an artist, athlete. Comes down Lou, to. If you're an you're artist, you're definitely athlete. paint by numbers, mate. You're definitely <laughs> paint by numbers. <laughs> he's an artist. I didn't want to say what kind of artist it is because this is a clean yeah. show, but he's yeah. an artist. All right. It's crayons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my one started to pee a little bit more than C. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so and and i'll, I'll get contact going and yeah. uh, just getting back into it and and then uh if that's going well um technically my putting stroke feels good my short game touch was okay the other day then i, I gotta get playing i just gotta play 18 holes even nine holes i do a lot of two ball worst ball on the tee shots so talk to so, us about mm, that go on yeah, explain so, that for people basically it's just you hit two tee shots and you have to play the worst one and what it does is if you flush the first one well you've got to do that again yeah, and it yeah. just, it's, it's one of the easiest ways to simulate pressure. And I just do it on the tee shots because that's my biggest bug. Um, that's one of okay. the areas I really battle. Um, you can do it. It's, it's laborious and it's not confidence building. You can do it if you, or laborious, sorry. You can do it if you like want to do all the shots for a bit. It's just a beat down. Like if you can shoot even par as a good player for pro for nine holes, that's phenomenal. Um, yeah. The other thing I like about that game as well is lots of people listening will only play four holes in an evening if they're, you know, so doing that, having two goes at each effort and then choosing the worst one, even all the way up to, you know, to the finish, it means in three or four holes, they get in the equivalent of nearly nine holes, but they're not spending that time out there, which they haven't got because they've got to get back for tea or the lights going or what have you. Um, I do like that idea for your average golfer who hasn't got the time. It's, um, it's, it's just something to get the juices going, Mark. And yeah, I think yeah. you can pick, you can pick an area of your game that you want to work on and go, well, let's say it's five footers and you happen to have one from five feet. Well, okay. I got to make two in a row for this yeah, to count. Like you know, yeah, you could yeah, definitely yeah. do areas of your game and just pick and rather than do the whole thing. But I do tee shots because that's my, that's my issue. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I might sneak out onto a golf course and I might just pick a hole that I hate, you know, water on the left is not my favorite as a left to right ball flight and a left hander. 
Um, So I might pick a hole and just put down a bag of balls and try and hit 10 or 15 and just see if I can get used to that concept and and used to the, I guess, the anxiety or fear that that creates. Um, And it's it's as close as I can get to, you know, ramping up and and getting out there and playing. In a perfect world, I would play a nice little two-day event before I went to Pebble Beach. That would be perfect. And I'm, I'm looking at that. I think I have that option here in Texas. I might do that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, yeah. And Lou, for you as an everyday, our, our resident everyday golfer, um, like Greg is saying there, which I think is really interesting for people, is that you know he needs that competitive side. He, he doesn't want to just be bashing balls on the range. He feels like that's probably not going to give him the best prep to get out and compete. He wants the juices going. He wants, um, you know, he wants to be punished if something goes wrong. He wants to react to that. Would you be practicing or prepping for your major, you know, your big club things? <laughs> well, I can't. Like, your, your games, whatever you call your games, Lou. But do you see what I mean? Would you be doing the same? Because I personally would be the same. Just hitting balls on the range, which is often all I've got. That's not enough. If I wanted to play in a tournament, I would have to have some playing juices behind me first as well. Yeah, this is something that I got a lot better at many, many years ago uh, when I would prep for you know, club championship or a state qualifier, whatever I was playing in, I would be a range rat and I would spend all day, every day at the range, hitting as many balls as I possibly could. And I can't tell you how many times I would be on the range for a, you know, a three plus hour session on a Saturday afternoon. And I'd walk away from the end of that session you know, wondering if I was playing golf anymore. Like, what what just happened? I have no idea where the ball's going. What, yeah, because it was just a a just a progression of, um, oh, that one didn't go exactly where I wanted. So now I started to, you know, what's up with my swing? What? And now I'm trying to, you know, reposition. And it was just a complete nightmare of a mess. And, and so. When I started to get away from doing that, um, I started to be a little bit more effective in tournament play. But that was, uh, if I could go back, I I would completely change um, how I prep. I think it's extremely informational to, you know, weekend hacks like me to listen to what Greg said to me. The big key takeaway there is he just, he wants to get on the golf course and play. And that's how he's going to start to really prep to play in an event. And I can't tell you how many people like me would prep for these events by doing nothing but rake seven iron after seven iron after seven iron for hours at a time. And that is not really effective. And, you know, guys like Greg, um, second best Greg in the world, exactly. by the way, um, exactly. they are not doing that. So I think that's a huge takeaway for us. Yeah, I, yeah some great points, Lou. I mean, for me, the two things that I picked up from what Greg was saying there, which is great stuff, Greg, is... Uh, one thing is I want to say as well for people, and I, this is something I used to have to appreciate, and I don't know if this will make sense to Lou or not, um, is that not playing is good prep as well. Greg has off season. He has off time. He takes himself away. Some golfers, you know, you play loads and it can be frustrating. Sometimes it's good to have hobbies outside of your hobby because golf is all consuming. 
And but if you're that person like Lou, I'll just play every second of every day. That's cool too. Like you find horses for courses. When I was playing golf, I needed. I play guitar as a hobby. I needed something else that I was able to just go and not be thinking about golf. I played tennis as a hobby. That was the best two hours a week I would spend running around, not looking at my phone, not thinking about golf, not doing work or whatever. So no, prep of, of taking a few breaks, which Greg obviously does during the off-season, is, is a good prep as well because it's mental prep, I would say. Is that fair, guys? Yeah, yeah. And look, I would say, I think I've mentioned before, I've done this really poorly in the past when I was playing. You know, at my peak, I might play 32 to 37 events a year. Yeah, um, certainly 32 at a minimum. And I'd finish in Australia and I'd get two, three weeks and then I'd go again back to Hawaii. Um, yeah. And it's really poor. It's not enough break. And and you don't have any off season, really. You just kind of and, and any time I remember flying to Hawaii multiple times thinking, oh, OK, I better get back to work. Not yeah. I really want to go. Like right now, yeah. I can't wait to get to Pebble Beach. Like I'm looking forward to this next three weeks preparation or two and a half weeks. And I'm looking forward to playing. And that's that's born out of just not doing it for a little while. Yeah, and I think uh, really for lots of people listening, they won't be able to relate to that so much. I'll, I'll just make the point in a slightly different way as well, just so I think people relate to it. Just imagine if you do play every week because that's your hobby and you love doing it, That's which is cool. You don't want that break. But if you're getting frustrated with competitive rounds, you could have a two weeks where you go, go and play with your mates just for fun. Find the enjoyment again. Don't just keep bashing your head against the wall because I see so many golfers fall out of love with it when they get in that, you know, bashing their head against the same conundrum that they can't fix over and over again. So I think that's something good everyone could take away in their own little way. And the other really good point, Greg, which I love, and people should think about, Lou made it as well. When you have got your limited time, how do you use it? Do you go and practice or do you go and play? Do you try and turn your practice into play? Like, find what works for you. For me, is, is those points. For Greg, he wants to play. Lou's saying he's made the mistake of doing it the other way around. I think each golfer definitely, you know, play three holes, that's all you got time for rather than hit the range before you play and see if that has an effect on your scores or hit the range and don't play and see if that has an effect on your scores. These, these are things you should be prepping and practicing and monitoring the results of, I think. There you go. That's really good prep there, Greg. I like that. Really good prep. Love it. Stat of the week time. I love this part of the show. Lou quizzes us. I, I have. Lou makes us look stupid. He has the answers in front of him and says, guess what the numbers are when someone does this. Like, oh. He doesn't make me look stupid, Mark. <laughs> no. Just you. Really good. He, is really good at it. he is really good at it. Greg's really, yeah, really good. Uh, so I, I, I have a bone. I have two stats in the oh, week. Um, do you not want to I, say I'm going to save the bonus week? one. No, no, no. We have to get this one on the okay. table. Um so the first one is from 175 yards in the fairway, uh, PJ Tour players. What percent of their shots finish more than 90 feet from the hole? So it's 30 yards. 30 yards. So 175 in the fairway, what percent of their shots finish more than 90 feet from the hole? PJ Tour pros. Oh, Greg, you're the man first. Um, that's what a percent fair, and it, further a, than 30 yards away? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. For, for, yeah, more than 30. Yeah, more than 30. Shot. So bad shots, really, really bad, bad shots. 175 in the fairway. Uh, in the fairway. More than 90 feet. I'm going to go with 12%. Percentage. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Luke, can you give me a signal when I'm doing this? Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> wink at you. <laughs> what percent? Twitching and winking and shifting. Yards away from one seven five. I reckon thirty two percent. No, it's one percent. It's one oh, percent. So that's really good. There, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're really good. So here's the follow up to that. This is not the bonus stat of the okay. week. Okay. What do you think that is? So tour pros are one percent. What do you think it is for fifteen handicap? Fifteen handicap. Oh God. So that could be probably near my stat. I'm gone, Greg. What seventy-five. You seventy-five. Fifty-five percent. Um, More than half. I reckon fifteen handicap. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Forty-two percent. Forty-one percent. Oh, look at that! <laughs> give, give the guy eight guesses, and he'll he'll win every time. What are you about? <laughs> I we, have just owned the chalmers. Do a victory speech? Like you want to do like a laugh or something? I, I would just like to thank my mum and dad, <laughs> <laughs> all the green keepers making those greens like you know, into yeah. tough positions. Thank you, Think, think about meals. that though. <laughs> A 15 from 175, a 15 handicap is 41 times more likely to leave it outside of 90 feet from 175 yards. Yeah. That's just in, an incredible difference in skill ability. Just incredible. Yeah, amazing. that is amazing, isn't it? That is, I mean, and it is, it's a key distance, isn't it? That 175 and up around 200 where amateurs just drop off. Do they not, Lou? They just like, they they fall just off a cliff, off the, don't they? Yeah, I mean, the farther away you get from the hole, the bigger the skill gap gets. I mean, Greg yeah, but is a very good putter. But yards isn't far. Like, you, Twitter, it, it's that's 300 far. yards. No, what are you on about? But no, again, the farther no. away you get, the more the skill yeah, gap yeah. is. Um, it, but so from six inches, it's pretty, you know, any yeah. 15 handicap is as good a putter as Greg yeah, is from six inches. Exactly. Uh, but from 175 yards, they don't stand a chance. No. And again, obviously- All right, here's our bonus, bonus stat of the week if you're if you're ready for the This is a big one. Right. It's a big one. So, And this may give our man some inspiration. Like I want him out in the backyard chasing chickens like Rocky um, because <laughs> I'm ready. our man, Mr. Chalmers, is now the third best Greg in what? the world. No, not the second. No. Yeah. What? There's Gregorio no. DeLeo, who's 425, Gregory McKay, who's 1,020, and Greg Chalmers, who's 1,257. Gregorio, so, are we doing that as a Greg? <laughs> yeah. That's a Greg. That's, a That's 100% Greg. Is it, is a Greg. Is it, it is. No, is I it think Marcus, it is. A Mark? I'm trying to give this guy motivation yeah, no. <laughs> for Pebble. I want to see a W. I want to put a W Just on the so board. so I'm clear, you're trying to give him motivation by saying that he's the third best Greg. Third yes. best Greg in the that's world. He's gonna, the negative. He comes like, in and tells you you're rubbish, and then you're supposed to fight your way out of it. <laughs> you're rubbish. And by the way, you've done nothing, but this week you're even more rubbish. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah. exactly. And what a great way for me to set my goals high. 
Yeah. To be the best Greg so, in the so world. We're all the best Greg in the world. The highest we are is like 1,100. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> I would like to know uh, from the audience if that does class as an official Greg. Because, like, is Marcus a Mark? I'm not saying Marcus is a different name to Mark. Mm. Is Gregorio. That's what, a good Gregorio. question. Gregorio. Gregorio. Gregorio Delia. What nationality yeah, is he? Um, it, it looks like uh, Italy is what he's from. So it'd be, we should try uh, yeah, and do Italy. a put that put that into Google and translate it into anglicized language. Let's get him so on. Can you do that? <laughs> Copy and paste that into Google and ask it what they, what is this name in English? I would, but you know, so technically, um, I think technically, from what I'm looking at here, both Gregorio Del Leo and Gregory McKay are uh, not United States citizens. And Greg, I'm pretty sure is one now, right? So you're Correct. technically the best Greg in the United oh, States. Number one, Greg. Again, I love there it. You there go. you go. Number one in the USA. Well, well dug out there. <laughs> yeah. Well thank you. I'd like to thank my sponsors. My dad for Canyon. Yeah. I want to know what he is in, in Texas. Is he the number one in Texas? He's got to be the number one, Greg. <laughs> got, he's got to be. Now. He's, got oh, my God. Yeah. he's the number one Greg in his house, I reckon. For yeah. Definitely. yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't have any juniors, so yeah, I'll give, I'll give it that. There you go. Start of the week. Um, 175 yards, 15 handicappers need to get a little better. I don't think there's many 15 handicappers who don't appreciate and understand that. And there's definitely ways of doing that. And we've got plenty of back catalogue of pods helping and giving great tips on how to improve on those approach shots with those distances. So take a look through the back catalogue. If you are that 15 handicapper thinking, God, I don't like loose start a week. He always makes me sound stupid. We're helping as well. Don't worry about it. Again, the last part of the show today. It's been a fun one. Remember, if you're enjoying the show, hit those stars down below or subject to what you're listening on, however you can rate the pod. And uh, don't be afraid to leave a comment. And remember to subscribe if you're not subscribed already. It helps us all out here at the pod and helps us produce more great content for you to consume on your dog walks or drive to work or golf or however you are consuming us. Um, Next golf purchase I want to talk to finish off today's mm. episode, what will our next golf purchase be? Um, it's start of the year. Loads of new stuff has, has come out and there's always new gadgets and gizmos. I'm going to go to the PGA show in a week's or so time where I'll be like every gap. Have you ever been to the PGA show, guys? In America? In the, no. It, wow. Love to go. I, I might do a video on the craziest things at the peak because there are some... Golf is an industry that does provide some pretty out there ideas of what will be the next big thing um but yeah. what will be our next golf purchase who wants to go first lou or greg who wants to take it go uh go ahead All greg right. so i've been waiting for a really good week where i play really well and make a lot of money to get a new launch monitor now it's a big purchase because oh, I, I, I have a i have a i have a garbage ish old school launch monitor when they first came out um it's okay what do you have? Uh, what do you have? I, have? I have the original Foresight. Um, oh, you have GC2? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it just, it's not, um, garbage is not the right word. It's good, but it's, it's not. It's accurate. The numbers are accurate as yeah, quad. Just, it's just got a tiny hitting area. I, it's yeah, yeah. And I just, I just want to be one of those guys that walks onto the range like they're carrying like a Gucci handbag with yeah, you know, some swanky. Yeah. yeah. I just Plonk want that, that look. Yeah. You know, like, Plonk that down to Bryson. <laughs> Sorry, he's not on your tour anymore, is he? Plonk that down to someone who's on your tour yeah. still. Some of these guys <laughs> got to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of them have got two. Like they'll have one of each, you know? 
know, over Trackman and a quad, GC Quad or something like that. But yeah. outside of that, on a smaller scale, I haven't had I don't I don't get clothing sponsors anymore, so I have to buy my own clothing. I haven't had new what? trousers for a long time. You're yeah, the number I know. one, Greg, in the states. This is I know. number one. You know, and you're a top I'm ten like a... podcaster in Europe. You're number one yeah. in Qatar. You're high in America. Like you're legend <laughs> status, sir. We Plus, need I, to sort know, this I'm out. Cross between George Clooney and like Brad Pitt, you know, yeah. like. So, <laughs> I'm a walking clothes horse. Right? We need to start yeah. an online campaign. Pray for Greg. Get Greg clothed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be buying some trousers. I, and first, I've got to lose some weight. I don't want to go uh, buy those, uh, you know. Right. Are we allowed to know yeah, weight? I just got to say, that's a very... Those are very, uh, that's the opposite end of the spectrum there, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. a brand new GC quad or whatever <laughs> it is you're going to buy and some pants. Yeah. Like yeah. there's nothing, there's there's a lot of stuff in between there. <laughs> to the budget. <laughs> it is, yep. it is my pants, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I want to get some new pants. <laughs> big goals, big goals. Uh, I'm going to nip down the target and get some <laughs> new trousers for the weekend. Uh, Yes. What what launch monitor are you going to treat yourself to? Or are you still not decided? Is it I've not quad? decided yet. No. I, I haven't figured it out yet. I would probably talk to the experts. So probably one of you two guys. Lou's probably got 40 million launch monitors. So I, yeah. I imagine yeah. I've tried them all. So yeah, well, if you only advice, mark, so. I've had them all. Lou knows yeah. about it. We can tell you. Because they both, they've all both, they've both got advantages and disadvantages subject to how you want to use them, basically. Right. Sure. Which is why you should just get two. That's why some of them do use two because yes. they are max. Why have one that doesn't do everything? You should get three. What pairs of trousers? First guy to have three models. of them out there. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. That's what I need. More information to confuse me even more. Great. Wait, wait are you going to get? Um, uh, are you going to get new? I can't. I, it's hard for me to call them trousers. Are you going to get new pants like Ian Poulter? Like you know, real flashy, crazy. Pants? I know. No, I have a strict rule with fashion. If you can't pull over into a gas station and pump gas without getting Getting beaten up, you can't wear it. Yeah, that's so. a good. I, I also <laughs> try and play to that. No. Yeah, I hear you, Greg. I yeah. hear you. If I agree, uh, golf fashion is. We should do a whole episode on golf fashion. It gets away with the craziest things, doesn't it? Like middle-aged guys wearing certain clothes that you just think, uh, like if mm. you wore them down the high street, you would feel so uncomfortable. But on this golf course, you seem to be just strutting around like it's normal. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if you that. can't pull into a gas station and pump gas in a pink shirt and white pants, then, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm out. I'm not wearing yeah. it. Well, there you go. Watch this space for Greg's new trousers coming in 2023. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> if that doesn't make yeah. the PGA Tour um instagram or like their you know their coverage what is greg wearing this anyone going to pebble beach just see him go anyone going to pebble beach to the event and you see greg ask him how he got on with his trousers are they new trousers greg if you're listening ask him he'll know you're listening it's Can't a little wait. little behind the scenes little hack all the listeners there. <laughs> sorry <a> greg <laughs> um lou have you you you're the man who's got everything aren't you uh, maybe. You don't need, yeah, maybe. You purchased I purchased mean, everything. I, I, I mean, you new ropes. I don't know. What are you after? Yeah. Tiger, Tiger Woods beach towel. That's what we're going with. Tiger Woods beach towel. Whatever, whatever you need. Yeah. I'm always on the hunt is I'll say that I'm always on the hunt and I love uh, weekend mornings. There's a, 
there's a company that I, I'm on their email list and, and they do a lot of training aids and, and I get probably you know, like a weekly email from yep. them and I just open it up and I go to their site and I browse all the training aids oh, and just training see aids, if there's one dribble. that strikes my fancy. Um, if there's a, if, if, uh, uh, if a training aid contains the word secret, uh, you're uh, it's going to draw yeah. my eyes even more. Straight in the box, straight in the cart. Bye. It's a secret. Yeah, exactly. Got to be the weirdest fetish anyone's ever had in their life, isn't it? God, teaching aids. Yes. Yes, I'll have to, I'm biting my tongue here because I had one or two things I could add, but anyway. So trading aids, what, is there anyone making the shortlist, Lou, or is it, are you venturing into something else or are you stuck with a trading aid on mine, are you? Well, there's, there's only a shortlist when it comes to trading aids. <laughs> there's a long aids. list in there for you. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, a long <laughs> list. But uh, training aids aside, I, I, I am considering uh, a new grip for the putter Ooh, to be honest with you like you it. know i i went back um i had an old two ball putter that i used for 19 years and it, i told this before it got damaged um in a move it got damaged yeah. and i couldn't use it anymore the face got kind of cracked um and i bought a replacement two ball putter same model left-handed um off of ebay just to to get one again, and it's got a smaller pencil kind of grip, and uh, I'm putting a putting studio in my basement, and it's just about done. I'm just about ready to be finished with the room, and I've been down there putting a little bit, and uh, I only had that one nearby. You know, typically I would just putt with my gamer. I don't have a million putters, yeah. and I only had that one nearby, and I put it in my hands, and it just it was like an old friend. Right? Oh. It felt so good. It looks so good. I love the putter that I have now, but I think I might go away from the the larger grip and put a smaller grip on that. So I think that might be my next purchase. Like did it. you yeah. did you have that moving company? Did you have those guys fired for damaging your Odyssey two ball? <laughs> um, it was uh, it was definitely a, a, it was a, some stern a, words. Not a not a good moment. Yeah. I would still be using that thing if it if it didn't get damaged. Yeah. So I thought about going back to the. You know, to the to the uh, you know this, this one I got on eBay, but eh, I like the one that I have now, just in, in the Odyssey tank. But I'm going to try the small grip. Do you use a large grip or a small grip on your putter, Greg? Mid, mid size for me. I buy them. I bought. Actually, I bought all my grips off eBay as well. Royal grips. They went out of business. I think they're coming back. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought seventy of them. Got them in a box in my closet. Wow, yeah. seventy putter grips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't make 40. them anymore. Yeah. He's secure in stock, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, how many do you go through? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking long term here, Lou. It's a, yeah, it's a, he might it's a change plan. his putter, the old time. You're, you're going to be 50 years old. You don't have many years <laughs> left. I mean, panic, 70 he, putter he, grips. He panic, $6 each. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't grip anything else. It's got to yeah. be that. Just got to be that. Go. Yeah. But, uh, it's, what about you, Mark? Are you going to be buying anything? Or you get all your stuff for free or something? Yeah, you? in this twisted world where a world-class player has to buy his own trousers, I luckily don't have to buy much for golf. Or <laughs> I don't remember when I bought anything last for golf. Um, so things I'm looking forward to buying, if I was buying, um, Shrixon got a new line of balls out, which I'm looking for. I haven't tested them yet, and I'm looking forward to testing. So I might change my golf ball. Um, it'll be a tiny difference and it'll be a difference in my mid irons compared to the ball I might cross over to or with the driver. They're all pretty much the same. Um, so ball. And then the other thing is bucket hats. When I go away and play, I've really got addicted to wearing bucket hats. So 
Huh. Penguin have sent me a few bucket hats. I'm not decided which. A couple of them are reverse, but I do think bucket hats are the future. I really do. I think they're the future of bald headed golf because I wear I wear a bucket yeah, hat a good chunk of the time. A cap's yeah. fine if it's not warm, but they grab your head so it gets hot. A bucket hat just literally sits there. You can put the peak up if you want to look super cool, Greg. When you go and pump your gas, mm. put everyone, it back everyone down. has the right definition of super cool. <laughs> and- the other thing as well and this is a great little tip for any other bald-headed guys or girls or anyone out there playing golf is when you play golf obviously wear sun cream i would advise that i'm very fair skinned i put plenty of sun cream on for protection i also cream my head knowing that i'm going to constantly take my hat off i don't want to get the golfer's cap line and it always amazes me the tour pros just take your hat off a little bit like, why do you take the hat off at the end and we see this big reveal of a forehead that's blatantly white? Stuart Sink white. is a terrible one of those, yeah. The Stuart Sink one is oh, a little unfair because that is a lot to do with that picture, but I'm sure. But it's if you're bald, subject to your hairline, I really struggle to tan the back part of my head. So my neck goes, but the back part really struggles because the hair, believe it or not, there is quite thick. Where on the top, it obviously is not. Maybe you should get a you should get a tanning bed. That could what be we, what am I even talking mm. about? Is this even a podcast anymore? <laughs> I, am I on like the the, the new uh, Vogue shoot or something? Doing, I'm on the Vogue episode of the pod. Um, but uh, having a bucket hat really easy just to flip off and on. So when I'm behind camera, I'll take my hat off, so my head's getting a little bit of sun too, just to even out tan. So you don't. Back to your point, Greg, I agree. We go out then in the evening for a meal and I don't want to wear my golf hat and I don't want to have look like I'm wearing my golf hat because there's a big tan there. So great little tip there for bald-headed golfers, Lou. I'm sure you're already... Yeah, we're really living on the edge here. New trousers, new bucket hats. Yeah. I bald mean, what else do golf we need? Tips. Right? Like, we cover it all yeah. here at Hack It Out, don't we? <laughs> um, so yeah, there's our next great purchase. Let us know what your next great purchase will be. Um, and thanks for listening. As always, uh, the pod at the moment is absolutely flying because of the support of the listeners. Uh, we, we appreciate you so much. Again, don't be afraid to subscribe or hit the like button if you are enjoying it. We're definitely loving it and we're loving the response we're getting at the moment. Um, Let's keep pushing these things forward. Uh, Thanks for listening as always. Thanks, guys. And we'll catch you in the next podcast.